mornings, I'm Chris Oaks, and coming up today, will rising mortgage rates cool demand and ease prices? An outlook on the real estate market for the busy spring-summer period and beyond from the Realtors' annual legislative meeting and trade expo. Also this morning, it's Teacher Appreciation Week, and what teacher wouldn't appreciate a free cruise vacation? I'll tell you how you can win it for your favorite educator. And happening around town, the Hancock County Farmers Market opens for the season tomorrow. We have a preview of some new twists for 2022. This is the Good Mornings Podcast Edition for Wednesday, May 4th, 2022. In addition to Star Wars Day... Uh, Other reasons to celebrate today is Anti-Bullying Day, Bird Day, World Give Day, International Firefighters Day, big salute to the firefighters, National Orange Juice Day, National Candied Orange Peel Day, Renewal Day, National Weather Observers Day, and of course, Star Wars Day today. Weather Observers Day, boy, we some weather to observe yesterday did you make it through the storms okay Whew, man that was uh that was pretty intense for a while yesterday the forecasters certainly got it right with their uh with their predictions for the weather yesterday um so mother's day is uh, coming up when deciding what to get your mother for her day this weekend a new poll suggests it depends on what kind of mom she is One poll survey of 2,000 adults found that foodie moms would like edible gifts. No big surprise there. Would also like a getaway or a gift card. Um, Soccer moms uh, are the type that prefer homemade gifts or gifts for the household. You know, handy things. Wine moms like heartfelt homemade gifts or ones they can eat. And among some of the best Mother's Day gifts that moms remember receiving over the years, uh, they named things like having the house cleaned, having dinner made, a handwritten poem, and uh, this was kind of interesting, a vase with porcelain roses. Hmm. Those are some of the uh, things that moms mentioned among the best Mother's Day gifts they ever got. In this poll, 62% of moms admit to pretending to like a gift in the past that they really didn't like. And some of the specifics they named, plants, <laughs> dish towels. One mom said she got mud flaps for her car one year. <laughs> but moms will pretend to like it anyway. But if you really want to get mom something she's going to like, there you go. Some uh, suggestions there. So uh, Popeye's is added again. I don't know if you heard about this big news this morning. The first things you need to know this morning, Popeye's launching a new chicken sandwich to its lineup. You remember uh, back a few years ago, uh, three years ago, it says they uh, Popeye's launched their first chicken sandwich and it became this viral sensation. Everybody had to have the Popeye's chicken sandwich. The chain was sold out for weeks. Uh, You couldn't get your hands on a Popeye's chicken sandwich. It became the fast food thing see if lightning strikes twice 
They're launching a new chicken sandwich to their lineup. The Buffalo Ranch chicken sandwich will be available for a limited time. Uh, it says starting Tuesday. Now, I don't know if that means starting yesterday or starting this coming Tuesday, uh, but the new menu edition features a crispy chicken, uh, crispy chicken on a brioche bun, pickles, and a new buttermilk ranch spicy buffalo sauce. Uh, menu price four ninety nine. Now, the reason I mention this, we don't have any Popeye's restaurants here in our immediate area, but the reason I mention this is because, of course, it launched the Great Chicken Sandwich War, and it seemed like everybody was launching these new chicken sandwich concoctions, uh, inspiring the uh, competition. McDonald's, KFC, Wendy's, you know, just on and on and on. Everybody had to launch this special uh, chicken sandwich. So Popeye's is at it again. I'm just telling you, we've got another chicken sandwich war coming. So just want to make sure that you are alert and that this does not catch you off guard. <laughs> Elsewhere, among the first things you need to know, the most interesting and buzzworthy stories of the day, the Peanuts gang is getting a stamp, uh, or actually a series of stamps, uh, Charlie Brown and Snoopy are honoring their late creator, the uh, Charles M. Schultz. The Postal Service revealed new stamps coming this year that show 10 characters from the beloved Peanuts cartoon strip. There are two of each uh, on the sheet with a 1987 photo of Charles Schultz in the middle. Um, so Peanuts stamps. You know, it's kind of interesting. Peanuts uh hasn't been around for 20 years. I mean, they, they stopped making new Peanuts comic strips 20 years ago. For those in my generation, we still remember Peanuts very fondly. You ask kids today uh, who have come along since Peanuts ended, and a lot of them don't get it. Uh, you know, it's not, uh, not gut-bustingly funny, the comic strip, quite often. I mean, it's cute, but it's not gut-bustingly funny. The characters just so sweet, and I think that's what made them. But, but there are a lot of young people just don't understand the obsession with peanuts. But then keep in mind that this is also the generation uh, that will uh, follow uh, other people on social media to watch them study. <laughs> that's what they uh, consider entertainment. Did you hear about this? Um, 469,000 TikTok followers uh, have signed on to a... 22-year-old British University student's uh, TikTok page to look on as he live streams himself studying in his bedroom at his uh, at his desk. That's what he does. He live streams himself studying, and he's got 469,000 followers on TikTok. Uh, as he studies, business and marketing student Yaya Murgabel uh, goes to the University of Surrey looks at his screen and plays a calming playlist. He says, for some reason, people just enjoy watching me study. They study alongside me and they feel less alone. <laughs> or they're just, people are just starved for entertainment, I guess. <laughs> Apparently, he sends notifications to his followers ahead of his live streams. And during study breaks, he talks to people and answers questions uh, in the uh, comments. Um. Uh, one educational expert tells BBC News that having a study buddy can provide what she calls a useful low level of distraction. Before the pandemic, it was common for people to study in a library silently alongside others or in a cafe. 
gaining that low level of distraction. The pandemic made that impossible for many people, so this it feels the best next best thing, I guess. No, I don't get it. Subscribe to social media to watch somebody study. And then they say that peanuts is not entertaining. I don't know. Anyway. And uh, how about this? I saw this on the uh, on the newswire. I thought this was well. I never really gave this a whole lot of thought, and and yet I can see where this could be a problem. Zookeepers, the National Zoo in Washington D.C., are mourning the loss of several animals after a fox broke onto the grounds, broke into the into the zoo. The fox entered. The National Zoo killed 25 flamingos and a duck on Tuesday. It is the first time a predator has entered the zoo's flamingo enclosure since it was added over 50 years ago. But I would imagine, you know, it's something I never really thought about. But, you know, here are these animals uh, that are prey for wild animals that you would have in the area naturally. And they are uh, in an enclosure. If a predator could get in, have a field day. I mean, how many people do you know? You know, have uh, have a chicken coop, and the fox has gotten into the hen house or something like that. Um, and this is kind of the same thing. Twenty-five flamingos killed at the National Zoo by this uh, fox. The Smithsonian says, "Is the Smithsonian runs the National Zoo?" Uh, so they have set up traps to capture any predators that uh, enter the outdoor spaces, in the perimeter of the zoo. But I would imagine that's got to be one of those things they got to be uh, always on the lookout for if you uh, run a zoo or an animal sanctuary. I never really thought about it, but I guess that would be uh, that would be something that you'd have to concern yourself with. And uh, one other item among the first things you need to know this morning. I thought this was kind of interesting. Planet Fitness is offering free workouts this summer. The deal is good for all high school students between the ages of 14 and 19. They can get a free gym membership to any of the 2,200 locations starting in two weeks. They can use it throughout the summer till the end of August. Special Pass was created to motivate teens to make fitness a priority. You know that we have a a teen uh, uh, obesity problem in this country among young people. And uh, the concern is that uh, kids these days are are not as active as they used to be. So uh, Planet Fitness say, hey, we're in the active business. So we're going to uh, extend a free membership for high school students between the ages of 14 and 19. Uh, again, beginning in two weeks, runs through the uh, end of August. Those who sign up will be automatically entered for a chance to win a $500 scholarship as well. So kudos there. I just thought that was certainly worth uh, uh, mentioning. So there you go. Some of the uh, most interesting and buzzworthy stories to get your Wednesday morning started. WFIN News. I'm Matt Demchek. Your WTOL 11 weather. Showers possible early today. The mostly cloudy skies and a high of 61. Partly cloudy tonight, a low of 44. That line of severe storms that blew through Finley yesterday uprooted a tree and sent it crashing into a house. It happened at the northeast corner of Sandusky and Western. The people who live there said nobody was injured. The storm brought down some other trees as well as some wires causing some power outages. See video of that uprooted tree on the website. A memorial that bears the names of the 58,281 men and women who made the ultimate sacrifice in the Vietnam War is coming to Finley. 
The Wall That Heals will be set up at Owens Community College. Hosting The Wall That Heals ties into the Owens Community College Veterans Initiative. We have a dedicated veteran staff and a growing student veteran population at Owens. We are so excited for this week and all of the activities that are tied into The Wall That Heals. That's Julie Baker, the Dean of Owens Community College. From Thursday through Sunday, the wall will be open 24 hours a day and is free to the public. Get more on the website. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and among groups that often struggle to find appropriate mental health care are Ohio's veterans. Dr. Heather Robinson is the director of the Trauma and Recovery Division at the VA. She's also a veteran. I would say the veterans that have served during wartime, they saw things that we typically are not built to see. And they have to live with that for the rest of their life. She says help is available, but often the biggest hurdle is getting that veteran to seek it out. It's not a weakness. It really takes a lot of strength to walk into this facility and say, I need help. I'm Yolanda Harris. Hancock County health officials say there's been a recent spike in suspected overdoses. The health department reminds people that they have the overdose reversing medication Narcan available. It looks pretty clear to us that the more Narcan kits we get out there in the hands of folks who may potentially overdose, the less fatal overdoses we're going to have. The agency's Gary Bright says people who get revived by the medication will then have a chance to get into treatment and on the path to recovery, get more on the website. Get more news online anytime at WFIN.com. Matt Demchek with 1330 WFIN and 95.5 FM. Well, buying or selling a home is always among the biggest financial transactions a person will make. One that, as we know, can be fraught with peril if you aren't careful. Especially right now, there are a lot of potential landmines on the road to home ownership. So... Joining us with some expert insight on market conditions as we head into this busy spring and summer home buying and selling season is Anjay Gurkin, uh, senior leader with the National Association of Realtors. And Anjay, over the past uh, year and a half or so, the market is as hot as it has ever been with a lot of properties uh, under contract before the for sale sign even gets staked in the yard. But the anticipation has been that with rising mortgage rates, things begin to settle down a bit. Have they? What trends are realtors seeing right now in the market? Good morning, Chris. Um, so, yes, you're absolutely right. It's an absolutely hot seller's market um, in Ohio and across the country. And we are seeing with the rising interest mortgage rates um, that there is some normalcy coming and what that means is potentially fewer buyers and less of that less of that you know highly anticipated multiple offer scenario that yeah. we've been seeing um and also home prices leveling off a little bit as well well that's what i was going to uh, mention too obviously at the same time that imbalance between supply and demand has led to dramatic appreciation rates which is good for sellers sometimes not so much for buyers uh so when you look at those home prices we wrap up the first quarter look ahead to the busy part of the year see those stabilizing as well Absolutely. I mean, when you have more uh, buyers and there are homes for sale, you know, supply and demand will say that those prices, those home prices will be higher. And when that shifts, then it becomes a buyer's market. Um, we will still see likely um, a seller's market, but not in at the level that we have been over the last uh, year. And so with that normalcy, buyers might have a little bit more breathing room and not feel as... Um, 
uh, not feel that they are squeezed into a decision they're not really uh, ready to make with a home just because they don't yeah. know what else is out there for them. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's kind of interesting on the professional side from your uh, point of view. I think uh, the the common thought is that realtors uh, such as yourself have, have loved this market over the, the past year and a half, that this is absolutely fantastic. Uh, but there are, you know, obviously there are concerns that you have on the professional side uh, with as crazy as the market has been uh, over the past. I mean, I, I talk to a lot of uh, real estate professionals who say we would welcome uh, some some calming of the market, as it were. Well, absolutely. And look, speaking on a personal level, and I know other people, um, my friends, my realtor friends who feel similarly to me, is that, you know, if you are a buyer's agent, you're really working super hard to get your buyers into a home. And if you are a listing agent, the assumption is that you're just like, you know, riding it easy and super happy because mm. you're in this frenzied market. Yeah. But the truth of it is, you know, nobody wants to see so many people disappointed. I don't personally find any satisfaction with having to tell, you know, um, 10 buyers that their offer was not accepted. Uh, right. Even though they may, you know, they put forward a very good offer, it's it's heartbreaking um, because home ownership is the most important thing, and so we want to see people get into home. So, so I personally have no, um, uh, there's no joy in it for me when I have yeah. to send out that many rejection letters, right? Well, and so yeah, that that normalcy is is uh, is, you know, across the board. Uh, a welcome, a yeah. welcome thing to say nothing of, yeah. and and we've heard stories of uh, you know buyers being so eager and, and being forced into positions where they've uh, got to go under contract without contingencies or without even inspections in some cases. I mean, your your job is to guide people to make smart decisions, and some of those uh, things that people have been forced into over the past uh, year or so have not always been smart. Well, look, as a realtor, we set buyer expectations. And, you know, in certain cases, you know, buyers are willing to do some, some pretty extreme things, including waiving their, um, their inspection. Mm -hmm. And which I, which I would never recommend that a buyer waive their inspection. I mean, that is, that's, you know, um, that's not a good idea in my, in my opinion. I mean, it would have to be a very, very specific scenario for that to, to uh, be something I would ever, ever advise on. And I can't imagine what that would be. But but the point there being is, you know, I mean, realtors will help buyers set their expectation. And frankly, if that means waiting, then Mm -hmm. then then that's the way to go. Yeah. Sometimes that's the decision that needs to be made. But each each buyer has very specific criteria. Right. It's not just about the location or the price. It's what's happening in their lives, what's Mm -hmm. happening with their job, what's happening with their families. And so we look at all of those scenarios and each is different and each requires a different set of criteria and advice. And, and that's at, what we as realtors do. Right. And as that uh, relates back to the conditions that we are seeing right now and and maybe a, a bit of a calming of the market, again, we don't mean to scare people off, more to impress upon would-be buyers and sellers the importance of availing themselves to uh, the, the resources that can help guide them through the process, make informed decisions, uh, because as you point out, uh, it, we're still likely to see you know a, a, a seller's market for quite some time so this is still going to be a rather challenging field to navigate here well yes and it's on both sides right we set the expectations for both sellers and buyers and if a home is priced correctly 
it may very well see multiple offers and sometimes offers at above the asking price. But even if you receive offers above the asking price, you know, if a home doesn't appraise for that amount, then you're back to negotiating right. a reasonable, you know, <laughs> accurate price for the home. And so we, we have to set expectations on both sides. We don't just list a home at, at, you know, extremely high levels because we know buyers will pay that because it may very well not sell for that yeah. when the time comes. Uh, all very good points. And let me ask you this. Uh, I know it's hard to peer into your crystal ball, but it the risk of asking you to peer into your crystal ball. How uh, closely do you anticipate conditions right now to resemble the rest of 2022 as a whole? Do you anticipate any changes to the equation over the next seven months or so? So, you know, interest rates, uh, mortgage rates have been going up, right? Um, that that sort of started to slow things down. Inventory is coming up a little bit. And that is allowing for a little bit more normalcy on the market. And so we forecast that, you know, I mean, yes, no crystal ball, but that's, that's what we're seeing for the rest of the, of the year. Buyers might have to adjust uh, their criteria based on that. Um, you know, buyers may, um, may have to rethink purchasing at this time because of the interest rates going up. And, you know, at the same time, there's a normalcy that will allow for some more breathing room. Uh, again, Anjay Gurkin is uh, uh, on, with us this morning on behalf of the uh, National Association of Realtors as we get into the uh, busy buying and selling season of spring and summer. Uh, where do folks go for uh, more information, uh, more resources to help them navigate this uh, big purchase? Sure. You go to your local realtor, and if you don't know one, uh, if you don't have one, you can go to realtor.com. Anjay, thanks very much for uh, taking the time. We appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Have a great day. With this being Teacher Appreciation Week, Norwegian Cruise Line is relaunching its Giving Joy campaign, awarding 100 teachers, 100 teachers across the U.S. and Canada, uh, some really great stuff, including... A free cruise, but wait, there's more. Joining us this morning is Senior Vice President of Branding and Communications for Norwegian Cruise Line, Christine De Silva. And Christine, first of all, talk a little bit about the uh, inspiration behind the Giving Joy campaign and how Norwegian is recognizing teachers in this way. Of course, of course. Thanks for having me. You know, when we started thinking about the communities we wanted to recognize, you know, teachers became um, the, the community for us to focus on. There's an absolutely undeniable connection between travel and education, both broaden our perspectives and encourage us to discover and appreciate new people and places and things. You know, our teachers shape our world, and we thought it was high time that we celebrate them. You know, so as you said, you know, for the third year, we are kicking off our Norwegian Giving Joy Contest, which provides teachers with the chance to win one of 100 free cruises on our brand new ship, Norwegian Prima. She, she joins us this August, as well as a chance to win one of the top three prizes for their school. So $25,000, $15,000, and $10,000 um, for the schools are up for grabs. Not too shabby there. And I know uh, a lot of teachers, you know, I know a lot of teachers would probably be more excited about that aspect of it, even than the, uh, than the free cruise. But as a, as a bit of a sidebar, how great is it for you uh, to be able to relaunch this? I mean, obviously, it's been, uh, no pun intended, a little rough sailing, uh, to say the least, over the past couple of years. It really has. But, you know, um, it is more 
special to me now than it is than it was when we launched. This campaign is very near and dear to me. I, I have many teachers and many people in my life that have been very impactful, and I know that that's true for just about everybody. You know, these teachers are truly incredible people. They fight the good fight every day, and um, it's a real pleasure to be able to do something good for them because they spend their, their days doing good for, for people. So it's nice to be on, on the, uh, the other side of it. Yeah. So uh, as we mentioned, 100 teachers will be winners at some level uh, this year. And, and obviously, as you said, there are some terrific prizes up at the top of the list. So how do folks go about? There's a nomination process, I understand. How do folks go about nominating and voting for their favorite teachers for a chance to win here? It's very easy. We made it super simple. You basically, so you just go to nclgivingjoy.com. Again, it's nclgivingjoy.com. You go there to nominate, vote, and share. So you write a couple words, a couple sentences about why the teacher you're nominating is um, deserving of a free cruise and, and of the prize money for their school. And you go ahead and share out that nomination so that those teachers get the, you know, the, the most votes possible. Because as I said, you know, the campaign is vote-led, and so the teachers with the most votes win. So uh, are there dates involved? What's the nomination deadline? What's the voting deadline? When will the winners be announced? Can you lay some of that out for us? Absolutely, yes. So the campaign is, is happening now. It mm-hmm. goes through June 3rd, okay. and the winners will be announced sometime this summer. And then the prize, the, the cruise that the teachers will be going on is uh, Norwegian Prima out of Galveston, Texas in October. That is awesome stuff. Uh, again, mention the website where folks can uh, learn more. Again, nominate their favorite teacher, vote for their favorite teacher, and all of that. Absolutely. nclgivingjoy.com, and you can also follow along on our social channels. Christina De Silva, the Senior Vice President of Branding and Communications for Norwegian Cruise Line, relaunching their Norwegian's Giving Joy campaign. Christina, thanks very much for taking the time. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. We interrupt this program to bring you a broken news alert. Today's update on the odd and unusual side of the news brought to you as a public service, more or less, of Hancock County Veteran Services. This is a story that when I first saw it, I thought this had to have happened in Florida. But no, it actually comes from across the pond. People in Landon, Essex in, uh, in England. I uh, have reported seeing a gang of people in clown masks driving around in a van blasting creepy music in the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> now, doesn't that sound like something? I mean, we always have weird stories, people doing weird things in Florida. I don't know what it, whether it's the sun, the heat, um, you know, what it is in Florida that makes people do these. This is exactly the type of thing that you would think you would hear about in Florida. But no, in Essex, England. I don't know how I would feel about uh, <laughs> clowns driving around my neighborhood blasting creepy music, but that's what happened. The music has also been heard by residents in Langdon, um, which is a nearby town, and most residents who reported it also reported feeling confusion and concern. Yeah, I would think. Uh, people have taken to uh, local Facebook groups to warn one another about these strange clowns with the loud music. <laughs> no, no word is whether police have actually opened an investigation or not, but (laughs) creepy clowns driving around town blasting music in the wee hours of the morning. Okay. Slow news day. 
this one is from Florida. You know, alligator encounters are relatively common in the Sunshine State. In Naples, Florida, a thirsty, apparently thirsty alligator invaded a couple's home and gulped down a slab of Diet Coke that they had stashed in their garage for a family birthday party. <laughs> Karen Dobson and her husband Jamie were watching TV Wednesday night when they heard what they thought was a car accident. Uh, the The sound it was sounded like a crash. It was so so big and so loud um, that uh, they were startled. They opened the garage door about a quarter of the way. She said, uh, uh, "Karen says she peeked her head in, and there's this alligator <laughs> attacking the uh, pallet of Diet Coke." Uh, she quickly closed the door, she said, and, and told her husband, we have an alligator in our garage. <laughs> and uh, by the way, this couple, uh, the uh, Dobsons, recently moved to Florida from Chicago. She said, so this is something we have not experienced before. <laughs> they made a quick call to a, a local alligator trapper who wrangled up the eight-foot gator but there was quite the mess uh, when the uh, gator left. There was Diet Coke spewing everywhere because the gator was uh, interested, tore open the box, and had a had a few bottles of uh, Diet Coke. Presumably, he said, maybe the alligator thought it was beer. I don't know. <laughs> the uh, couple believes that the gator got inside the garage after they took their dog for a walk. Uh Jamie had just gotten back from taking the dog for a walk, entered the house through the garage, and left the garage door up. When they put it down, the gator then was already inside. The Dobsons now know to keep the garage closed so they don't have any more wild surprises. <laughs> As for the uh, gator, it has been safely relocated. Hey, it was only doing what uh, gators do. It's, uh, <laughs> that would be a little disconcerting. Um, another animal story in the uh, broken news. You usually hear about, uh, when you hear about lost pets, you think a dog, a cat, something like that. A woman in Topeka, Kansas, is asking her neighbors to keep an eye out for her pet peacocks that ran away on Friday. Uh, Angie Kearney says she hadn't realized the birds got out until she saw a video on social media of... Uh, two peacocks walking down a local street and somebody thought that was odd so they posted it on social media she said wait a minute those are my peacocks she said one of the birds was spotted in a tree on monday and refused to come down the other has not been spotted since that video was shot on friday she is asking anyone who sees the birds to contact her an animal curator from the topeka zoo adds that members of the public should not chase the birds as they can be dangerous I did not know this, but peacocks can be aggressive if they are threatened, so it is recommended you don't chase them or try to catch them. <laughs> Have you seen these peacocks? Have you seen my peacocks? They're under... I don't know. Why would you uh, keep pet peacocks? That's weird. Um, people behaving badly in the broken news. Four single moms are accusing a pediatrician in Hawaii of inappropriate behavior. Apparently... Uh, the doctor sent them text messages uh, after seeing their children uh, at his office. You know, uh, knowing that they were single moms, he uh, first of all offered friendship, uh, and then he started complimenting their appearance, and then it got really weird. Some moms report this has happened as back as, uh, far back as 2014. The doctor has not been identified, but local news reports in Hawaii 
say that his employer has launched an internal investigation. I would hope. <laughs> the pediatrician's office is not supposed to be, uh, you know, a, a dating platform, you know, <laughs> speed dating platform. Um, but hey, you know, it's resourceful, if nothing else. And uh, speaking of people behaving badly in King City, California, police are investigating after authorities say Marvin Hernandez allegedly grabbed an 11-year-old girl and forced her to dance with him uh, at a, a party on Sunday. Now, there was a time when that might be considered cute. Guy goes up and asks the little girl, and it's at a party, you know, it's a, you know, so presumably everybody knows everybody else. Um, so you go up and say, would you, would you dance with me? And that would be kind of cute. But the girl said no. And now that's a big no, no. Authorities say the men, uh, authorities say a man who saw the encounter (laughs) proceeded to strike Mr. Hernandez in the face with a bottle as in response. Uh, both Mr. Hernandez and the man who struck him are now in custody. So it kind of turned ugly. (laughs) And finally, in the broken news this morning, I love this story. The uh, Bellevue Police Department, I believe this is Bellevue, Washington. Bellevue Police Department is reporting an unusual call uh, came in during its overnight shift the other day. Officials say they were called to a burglary in progress in the middle of the night. That would be kind of scary, wouldn't it, if you wake up? You hear a commotion, you think a burglary in process. They called the cops when officers arrived. The situation turned out to be not quite as scary as it was made out to be. A family reported hearing footsteps from somebody moving around upstairs. Officers instead found a Roomba robotic vacuum just doing its thing. (laughs) A robotic vacuum. Everything's safe. We've... Uh, They did not take it into custody. There you go. That is uh, today's broken news report. This update on the odd and unusual side of the news brought to you as a public service, more or less, of Hancock County Veterans Services. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Take WFIN wherever you go with our updated mobile apps for iPhone and Android. And now you can listen to us on your Alexa device. Get the app at WFIN.com or in the App Store or Google Play. Plus, enable Alexa by searching for WFIN under Skills and you'll soon be saying, Alexa, play 1330 WFIN. And the best part is the apps and skills are absolutely free. On the air at 1330 WFIN and 95.5 FM online at WFIN.com and on your smartphone, tablet, and Alexa devices. We mentioned earlier that it's uh, Teacher Appreciation Week this week. Another profession that certainly deserves our appreciation and respect. Friday begins National Nurses Week. And with that, our daily download this morning, the numbers behind the news, the statistics that shape our lives, is significant as we come up on National Nurses Week because nearly 9 in 10 American nurses in a new survey say that no one really understands or fully appreciates the work that they do. They surveyed 1,000 nurses about how they are perceived in their profession and by the, within their profession and by the public. And 85% feel misunderstood by the general public. 47% agree the misconception about nurses is that their job is easy compared to other healthcare professionals. Um, maybe as compared to brain surgery, but you know, nursing is 
an incredibly difficult and complex uh, job. Uh, certainly not easy. I don't think there's any easy job in the healthcare industry. But the results, and this is what I thought was really interesting, results also show that nurses believe that they are portrayed in the media more positively now than before the pandemic, 63% versus 55% or the uh, comparison numbers. But 63% still feel like nurses are not seen as humans by patients and even by doctors. This survey, by the way, conducted by one poll on behalf of Connect RN for National Nurses Week, finds that most nurses believe that there are some common misconceptions about what the job entails. 83% believe nurses are under-recognized for what they do as frontline workers, and another 63% of nurses feel the typical ways in which their employers show appreciation is more patronizing than anything else. So there's a lot to digest there, not just for the general public, but for other members of the medical profession, doctors and healthcare systems and so on, about how your nurses really feel about the way they are perceived and treated by others, even within the medical industry. Again, National Nurses Week begins Friday. Well, this is something, uh, a part of spring that we have long awaited. It's part of spring and summer and fall, but a lot of folks waiting for this. The Hancock County Farmers Market will open for the season tomorrow. And uh, joining us this morning with a preview of some of the new twists for 2022 is Scott Greenearth. Uh, Scott, thanks very much for uh, dropping by. We certainly appreciate it. Gladly, Chris. Like we said, a lot of folks looking forward to the uh, reopening of the uh, Farmers Market. And again, you're going to be uh, at the uh, in the parking lot at the Marathon Center for the Performing Arts once again, right? Absolutely. Right there at MCPA, right across from the post office Such in downtown great Finley. location right there in the middle of everything. Very yeah. Are you going northbound? You can stop by and get us. Going east, you're going west, doesn't right. matter. Absolutely. Right. Are you yeah. on your bike? Sure, absolutely. So uh, for the entire season, you've got more than 40 vendors that are lined up. Not everybody is going to be there every week, obviously, absolutely. because certain things are in season or, or what have you. But uh, for this first one, uh, about a couple dozen, a little short of a couple dozen uh, vendors. Yeah, so. indeed. Yeah, we've got a nice group of folks coming out here. And the key things being the real highlights for the very first market would be the asparagus, the rhubarb, and uh, microgreens, you know, as far as looking at fresh produce that's going to be available right mm -hmm. to kick off with. Yeah. Obviously, it's still early in that season, as you said. Mm -hmm. You know, and we're all looking forward to it kicking into that full gear mm -hmm. um and but yeah we'll have that available along with a lot of vendors there that have baked goods things that are available all year round right so you, you got folks you know do a whole variety of things there honey producers maple syrup producers um popcorn oh gosh uh, eileen fruit one of my favorite things and she's been there since almost day one too is uh uh she takes maple syrup pours it over popcorn Mm. Oh, maple can popcorn wow. is so good. Um, yeah, indeed. So a lot of good stuff, even and, to start off. And again, this is the thing that people love about the uh, farmer's market. These are uh, local folks, individuals uh, who are uh, doing really great things. You know, it's, you talk about uh, getting stuff directly from the source. You right know here. who they are. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. You can literally look them in the eye and ask, how did you grow that? How did you mm -hmm. do that? And, and they will be, they are the experts on it. Absolutely. Yeah. And like for me, and I'm a very occasional vendor there too, but to give you a real direct example for me, I literally will, I do a raspberry rhubarb oat bar. So, and also when people think of, of stuff, baked goods, 
quite a few people, myself, a gal I partner with as well, do gluten-free items too. So even if you're looking for niche things, it's yeah. there. Uh, but by raspberry rhubarb oat bar, literally I'll go over to Tom Lawrence's farm the evening before. I'm almost always there right as the sun's setting and I'll go home and the next day in the morning I bake it. So by the time someone's buying it at four o'clock as it's four to six in the afternoon, literally it's not even been 24 hours since yeah. that rhubarb was picked very fresh right there and and other other people doing similar kind of thing like that yeah that's the other thing that people love is uh, is the freshness uh, yeah of you the, cannot uh, beat that stuff. um it should be pointed out that uh you are a uh you can't accept a snap uh, uh benefits we're working on getting that finalized okay. with our great partners united way is helping us out with that osu okay. extension to get it done this year so okay we are we will have it this year we just aren't going to have it tomorrow so i'm won't have hoping it okay. by the our goals been by the first third thursday event that we'll have it in place so that will be something to uh, watch for for uh beneficiaries yes. uh, for folks that have the uh, the snap also uh you note here the ohio senior uh that we do already have program. we've been doing that for years exactly yeah. And that's, so that's wonderful. And as a matter of fact, I did a presentation two days ago at 50 North and one of the folks there was like, hey, I didn't know about this. So yeah. she was just thrilled to get information about it. So uh, help for those who uh, are limited means, limited yes. resources, uh, again, to help folks uh, eat better, get new, uh, great nutritious stuff, again, from the local uh, vendors. Now, we mentioned some new twists that are coming yeah. uh, this year for the uh, the farmer's market on the third Thursday of the month. This is kind of the theme. The third yep. Thursdays are going to be something special. Tell yes. us what's going on here. Indeed. You know, we've done a few special things throughout the years You know, the, at the market. Um, uh, the biggest one ever was Salsa Salsa. Um, and But this is something we're going to do every month on the third Thursday. So you've got live music from local musicians, okay. including some great folks out there. Uh, most notably, my wife would be on that list. She's amazing <laughs> and usually so shy. To, but when she gets out there, she just glows. And uh, wonderful children's activities uh, that we'll have ongoing out there with different folks. And we can have some different people every month. There are going to be a few people that say, okay, we can come out that month. We'll come out this month. Also, local artisans are going to be out there, so we want to have to get a little expand a little bit on what the market has there in that regard. Okay, um, and then really fun thing because we do love having fun at the market. Uh, a booth that we will admit we ripped this idea off from another farmer's market. Old Coots, <laughs> no, giving no, 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 not ripping it off. You creatively yes. borrowed. Absolutely, <laughs> indeed. Old Coots giving bad advice. So we got Old some Coots folks sitting there. Bad advice. We've done, we had a very limited run of that in the past, and it was very popular, indeed. So, <laughs> so indeed. Some, so some special things going on on the third thursday yes. uh of every month um now you know we throw a lot of folks uh a lot of things at folks with the special third thursdays and and there will be rotating uh yep. activities and and special uh, events uh, in conjunction with that i mentioned that the uh the vendors uh, each week are going to change and part of it is part of the fun of the farmer's market is go and just to see who's there oh, yeah but if folks want to find out in advance you know what's the best way of knowing what's going on and you know the special things for the third thursday and and so on you bet my my wife does uh, she runs the social media for the market does a wonderful job with it so or on facebook instagram twitter now as well when you go there there you can find out right there posts that are up to date every week on who's going to be there what's featured uh you know the key items and then also from there you can go ahead and get the link to our website and from that you can even see the gallery of vendors like all the vendors that'll be out there because a lot of people want to know hey you know what i couldn't make it to the market but uh, this time, but I got that great produce from River Valley, you know, pasta. 
And, oh, look at that. I can get that at the Lavender Hour here in Finley. Or I can get it in Bluffton at the food store. Yeah. So you can go and find a vendor, more information about the vendors that have things like that. Or Will's Sharpit, you know, service for knife sharpening. Because remember, a a dull knife is a dangerous knife and a sharp Mm -hmm. one's a safe one. Yeah, he does that, but he can also do that on his own at his house, too. So, again, it's uh, Thursdays, uh, every Thursday beginning tomorrow, right on through October. All the way through October, you yeah. bet, indeed. And uh, you said four to six. Four till six, For you those who it. have maybe not been before or only been occasionally, uh, just that reminder, from four to six, and you're at the Marathon Center uh, parking lot. There. And parking is easy as pie right there. That's yeah. one really wonderful thing about that spot. Like I said, it's a great location there. So, uh, we've got a link up for more information about the uh, Hancock County Farmer's Market. Again, opening for the season tomorrow. And again, those uh, new special twists for 2022 on the third Thursday uh, of each month uh, through October. And Scott Greener, thanks very much for uh, dropping by. We appreciate it. Look forward to a great season this year. Gladly. And that is our podcast for today. Thanks to all of our guests for joining us on the program this morning. And remember, you can get more information about all of the topics that we talk about each day on the show at our webpage. Check us out online at goodmornings.net. Coming up tomorrow, The Wall That Heals, a replica of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial, going to be on display in Findlay this week. We have details on the exhibit and commemorations planned through the weekend. So until tomorrow morning, that is Good Mornings for this morning. Now that you've had a good morning, go on out and make it a good day. We'll catch you back here tomorrow.